Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're back in the book of Ruth, and we're seeing what a wonderful love story this is and how it gives us a, a picture, a real-life picture uh, of God's love towards us, of the love of Jesus Christ towards us. We kind of see that lived out. We can talk about it on one hand, but now we see it in the actions of these people. And remember, through Ruth comes the lineage of Jesus. So, Let's jump right in uh, at verse 3. Uh, and remember, um, um, Ruth had left um, with Naomi from the land of the Moabites. They're back in Israel. They're dirt poor. Um, Naomi's lost her husband and two sons. Ruth has lost her husband. Ruth has begged her to, you know, stay back in the land of Moab with her family, mom and dad people she knows uh, because she has a hope of a life and life not of poverty but Ruth loves Naomi she is loyal and she's going to take whatever life that comes her way because she's honoring her vow to her husband and so what a beautiful picture of love that Naomi has for Ruth and a, a picture of love that Ruth has for Naomi. And we're going to get a picture of now uh, love that Boaz has for Ruth. And what he does for her. And how all this are parts of the love being displayed that Jesus has for all of us. So, uh, now uh, Ruth gets the idea that she's going to go glean in a field. And um, to try to, because they're dirt poor, they need food. So she's, um, so she sets out, verse 3, and went and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And she happened to come to the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was the clan of Amillalach. This was the clan of Amillalach, which was Naomi's dead husband. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem. Okay, again, we get more of the lineage of Bethlehem that is come, that Christ is coming. And he said to the reapers, 
the Lord be with you. Okay, this is the kind of guy Boaz is. He's acknowledging the presence of the Lord all, even you know, to the people working in his field. And they answered, the Lord bless you. And um, then Boaz said to his young man who was in charge of the reapers, whose young woman is this? So immediately he notices Ruth. He probably, probably notices um, she's a beautiful person. Um, and um, immediately, as McGee says, we get this picture of love at first sight. And the servant who was in charge of the reapers answered, verse 6, She is a, the young Moabite woman who came back with Naomi from the field of Mo, from the country of Moab. She said, Please let me glean and gather among the sheaves after the reapers. So she came, and she has continued from early morning until now except for a short rest. So she's gleaning in the field, and he told her about you know, Ruth's incredible character. Choosing a life of poverty because she loves her mother-in-law and she's loyal. Verse 8, then Boaz said to Ruth. So now Boaz is speaking to Ruth here. Now listen, my daughter, do not go to glean in another field or leave this one, but keep close to my young women. Let your eyes be on the field that they are reaping and go after them. Have I not charged the young men not to touch you? And when you are thirsty, go to the vessels and drink with the young men of John. Okay, so he's going to her. First thing he says to her is, I love you. But he doesn't say that. He's saying, I'm going to protect you. That's what she says to Naomi, because, you know, she's there protecting Naomi, dirt poor, gleaning in a field. That's her love on display. Look at Boaz. His love is on display. Don't go anywhere else. Let you stay in my field. Let me protect you. No one's going to hurt you, and you can drink the water that we've drawn Verse 10, then she fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to him, Why have I found such favor in your eyes that you should take notice of me since I'm a foreigner? Now, she goes straight to humility. Totally humble. Just like she is with Naomi. And, of course, McGee says the best way to answer that question would be to tell Ruth, Go look in the mirror. You know, you're beautiful. And you have beautiful character. And he's noticed. McGee says he can answer Ruth's question, but he can't answer his own question. And it's the same for me. Why have I found grace? Why have I found favor in his eyes? I don't deserve anything. The answer is because he first loved us. Because the Lord first loved us. We're getting protection. We're receiving love from the one who first loved us, even though we don't deserve it. And our response to the Lord's love is to fall down on our face, bowing to the ground, saying, I can't believe I found favor. 
Verse 11, then Boaz answered her, All that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband has been fully told to me, and how you left your father and mother in your native land and came to a people that you did not know before. The Lord repay you for what you've done, and a full reward will be given by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. So Boaz is saying that Ruth's behavior, only the Lord can make this thing better. Everything's under God's sovereignty, but now you're here under whose wings you've come to take refuge. And so Boaz, my study Bible says, Boaz is sort of becoming the wings and the refuge being used by God. But Boaz is acknowledging to her, the Lord is sovereign. The Lord is under control. He's not even acknowledging himself being under control. He's always acknowledging the Lord. Verse 13, then she said, now this is the second thing she says to him. First, it's in humility. Secondly, then she says, I found favor in your eyes, my Lord, for you have com- comforted me and spoken kindly to your servant, though I am not one of your servants. She is thankful in her humility. Verse 14, and at mealtime, Boaz said to her, come here. And eat some bread and dip your morsel in the wine. So she sat beside the reapers, and he passed to her roasted grain. And she ate until she was satisfied, and she had some left over. So she's eating, eating lunch, maybe, that, as McGee said. Well, they're um, having a meal together. Boaz is out there among the people. And um, she had some left over. It's a meal in abundance. Just like with our renewal in Christ, our cup runneth over truly. So we're going to stop here. This picture of love between Ruth and Boaz on display. Ruth and, and Naomi on display. And this love story between our Lord Jesus and us on display. So we'll stop here. We'll turn the rest of the podcast over to our co-host in Zambia, Matali. Um, And as always, from me to all of you, God bless you. Keep your heart centered on Christ on this great spiritual battlefield. And we'll see you here next time tomorrow as we continue our study through this great little book of Ruth. It's really a book about love, isn't it? And as always, our prayers go up for sweet Emma. God bless you all. We'll see you next time.